Hello, guys. Thank you for listening to the Messy Doctor Sue. Now, before I start this episode, I like to share with you how important I feel consent is to a child as early as when they were babies. I have been practicing getting consent from my son since he was just born. You know,、um, it could be something as easy as when you want to carry him from his crib, right? Ask him like. Uh, do you want me to carry you? Do you want me to feed you? Do you want this? Do you like this? No, of course they are still babies. They might not make sense what you're trying to tell them, and all they know is cry, cry, and cry. They cry for milk when they are hungry. They cry when they're wet. They cry when they are hot. When they are cold. When they are uncomfortable. They just cry. But. What I'm going to emphasize here is how important it is to train yourself to ask consent from the kid because he will not be a baby forever, and you need to practice this because it's going to build confidence in him as a baby, knowing that my mom engaged with me, my mom is talking to me, we are communicating, she understands me. And then comes the age when he is able to understand you, could respond to your questions or gestures, and he can roll on his front.、Um, I start asking him questions about what he wants to wear. So I will place his clothes, like three or four choices of clothes, in front of him. You can start with two first, okay,、um, to get him to understand. And I will ask him, "What do you want to wear today? Which of this is your favorite?" Which of these you think you want to wear? Okay, and it is also fun to see how he will laugh and chuckle and just put his arms in one of those clothes. Probably he doesn't understand what you're trying to tell him, but he finds it that oh, okay, you are putting something in front of him and he wants to pick one up. Okay, that's it. So he did it, right? He took one. And I took it and I show it to him and say, "Oh, so you want to wear this?" and put it on him. Okay, and that practice goes on and on until he grew bigger. As he grows older, and he knows how to talk, and he can choose. Even until today, when he's six, going to seven. There are times, of course, when you want to take him elsewhere, which is、uh, he needs to dress more appropriately because now he can pick his own clothes from his wardrobe and you know choose what to wear and wear it. There are times that you want him to wear something else because you are it's more appropriate or you need to get to a place with、um, a dress code. So instead of saying nope, you're not wearing that. Nope, you have to wear this. You have to explain to the kid. So what I did was I explained to him and say, look, we are going to this、uh, function. There is a wedding where everybody is going to be dressed in blue. If you are going to choose something which is red, like what you are wearing right now, you are going to stand up and you are going to look weird, and people will feel that you are disrespecting the event because you did not follow the instruction where you have to wear blue. So you have to pick something blue. Then he will understand, and he will go to his wardrobe, and he's going to find something which is blue, and he's going to wear it. 
Okay. And then again, if you don't like it, let's say it doesn't have a long sleeve and it is more appropriate for him to wear something with, with longer sleeves. So you tell him the same. Instead of saying, no, don't, explain to him why his choices were not appropriate. Okay. Find concern in between. Even when he wants to do something and or you want him to do something, I know it's not ideal to get 100% yes or a consent from him. But this is where you communicate. Okay, Communicate, explain why this is the right choice. So that reflection takes us to the next part. The importance of building childhood confidence, taking interests, responsibilities, and the dangers of having a low self-esteem. While your child is growing, it is extremely important for you to be actively involved in their life and provide opportunities for growth if you want them to be full of confidence and be successful. Spending time with your child is really all that this step requires. Do some activities with your child that they enjoy and use this time to learn more about your child's life. The more you know about what is going on in your child's life, the better you will be able to help them in building their confidence. So in this episode, I will provide you with some helpful hints for being involved in your child's life and opening up opportunities for them. Be involved. It is important that as a parent you make sure to be involved in your child's life. This does not mean when it is convenient for you. It means at all times, even when it's difficult. You may have to do things you are not interested in or attend events that you may find boring. It does not matter. You need to be involved. Being involved in your child's life shows them that you truly care for them and at the same time builds their self-worth and self-confidence. <laughs> you need to ask your child questions about their life and about how they feel everything is going for them. You need to try to figure out the areas where you can help them to build their confidence and open new opportunities for them during these discussions. A great time to do this would be during dinner, with the family eating as a whole, at the dining room table and not in front of the TV on the couch. While it is important to get out and do things that your child is interested in, while trying to be more involved with their life, you need to set specific family times that the entire family spends time as a whole. This greatly nurtures the health of a family relationship and makes your child more likely to open up to you about their life. If your child is open with you, they will tell you what is holding their confidence back, which allows you to help them gain their confidence back and be successful. However, you need to take extra care to not pry into your child's life too deeply. Trying to be too involved in your child's life might make your child feel as if you are invading their privacy or trying to control it. You must keep in mind that it is their life. And although you may not agree with some of their decisions, you have to let them learn on their own. 
Having a healthy amount on involvement without trying to invade your child's life is a perfect recipe for a happy family and a confident child, even if you're a single parent like myself. Family can be people closest to him, like his uncle, his auntie, his grandmother, grandfather, of course, mom or dad if you're one of the single parent. Why? It is important to provide responsibility. Responsibilities in life are very important for a child, especially when it comes to building their confidence. You must be realistic with the responsibilities you set for your child because you do not want to doom them into failure. Setting responsibilities that are too difficult may result in failure, which will further lower your child's confidence. On the other hand, a child who performs their responsibilities correctly will be granted better self-confidence. In this following episode, I will give you some ideas on where to start when it comes to setting responsibilities for your child. Set responsibilities, be realistic. While setting responsibilities for your child, it is extremely important that you set realistic responsibilities. It is advised that you start with simple responsibilities and work up toward the larger ones once the smaller ones can be executed with minimal effort. The ideal basic responsibilities to start off with for children will be tasks such as cleaning their toys, their rooms and making their bed. After they can handle this on a daily basis, you may want to begin adding additional responsibilities such as doing the dishes a few times a week or vacuuming the carpet. As a child gets older and can handle more responsibility, it is time to make their responsibilities more difficult. One idea that may be suitable is getting your child a pet. Something smaller than a dog is advised because most people do not realize how much care a dog really needs. It may be better to start off with an animal such as a hamster or some fish. The act of having to feed this animal daily while taking care of its other needs will help your child to become more responsible. Properly completing their responsibilities will also create more self-confidence for them since they will see they are capable of doing challenging things. Instilling responsibilities into your child's daily life will be a challenge at first, but with determination and effort, it will be effective in boosting your child's confidence. Now we've talked about all the good things, it's time to talk about the disadvantages of poor self-confidence. A child with poor self-confidence will almost certainly have a much more challenging life than that of a confident child. Having good confidence 
causes a person to have certain traits in their character, while having low self-confidence creates negative traits in people's characters. Now let's talk about a few examples of the countless disadvantages that low confidence can have on your child's life. There are many different disadvantages that come with having low confidence levels. These disadvantages can have a huge negative impact on a person's current life as well as their future. That is why it is so important to instill high levels of confidence into your child even from a very early age. Some examples of the negative impacts low self-confidence can have on a child are Scared to try new things If your child has low levels of self-confidence, they will likely find it difficult to try new things. The fear of failure will take them over time and time again. This fear will stop them dead in their tracks every time they think of trying to do something new. Nope. Bad social impacts. All suffers from low self-confidence, they will likely experience difficulty with their social life in the future. A task as simple as approaching someone to say hello can feel impossible if a person has low self-confidence. In order to be able to speak to other people and keep your head held high, you must have good self-confidence. This can also extend into the classroom and your child's learning. For example, if your child has very low levels of confidence, they will likely be afraid of approaching a teacher and asking for help with what they don't understand. I have seen students who would rather just take the failing grade because they do not have to interact socially in this way. Now let's talk about emotional issues. Certain emotional problems will likely be caused by long periods of low confidence. These emotional problems may include loss of happiness, anxiety, depression, irritability, and in extreme cases, attempting suicide. Attempting suicide or suicide most often occurs when a child feels that if they are nothing, and will never be anything. Sometimes they hide this feeling from their parents and other times their parents do not pay enough attention. Either way, it is terrible that a child will do this. All of these emotional issues can have impacts on your child's present and future life. That is why it should be your top priority as the parent of your child to ensure that they feel great about themselves and that they have high levels of self-confidence. Just keep in mind all the negative consequences that were discussed in this episode while remembering that there are countless more and you will surely be motivated 
to start helping your child to better their confidence. In conclusion, your child might be currently suffering from low levels of self-worth and self-confidence, but it does not have to be that way forever. You as a parent must take the necessary steps that will ensure that your child has a bright future full of potential and opportunities. The first place to start with is to make sure your child feels good about themselves and has healthy levels of self-worth and self-confidence. Because these are two traits that make life's challenges bearable and possible of overcoming. Without the building block of confidence, your child will likely be lost once it comes time for them to experience the real world. Without the capability of approaching unfamiliar people, of taking on new tasks, the simplest tasks in life can be made a hundred times more difficult. Confidence is more than just an admired trait. To be truly successful in life and to be happy with themselves, you must show them how to do so. While motivating your child to build their confidence, remember these tips and tricks as well as the advice that you have received from this podcast episodes, as it will be valuable to assist you through the process. I hope you enjoyed my podcast and this episode, and it will assist you with your battles. I wish you the best of luck and thank you for listening to The Messy Dr. Sue.